the big silence, empowering personal experiences, inspiring compassion, and healing lives. We are no longer silent. We are here. The Big Silence. Hello and welcome to the Big Silence podcast. I am your host, Karina Dawn. I'm a mental health advocate, wellness entrepreneur, and co-founder of the leading women's fitness community, Tone It Up. I'm also a New York Times bestselling author and founder of the nonprofit, The Big Silence Foundation. I'm also a wife, daughter, friend, and yes, palm mom of five. And just like you, I'm a work in progress. I have experienced profound grief and trauma and then found deep joy in life. And now I'm here to share my story, be a safe space for you to share yours. And we're having in-depth conversations with psychologists, doctors, spiritual leaders, friends, and others who have been impacted directly or indirectly by a mental health condition. No more embarrassment, no more shame, no holding back, only healing. Let's go. Mental health is my wealth. The stress upon the shelf. Nobody can love me the way I love myself. Seeking ye shall find the truth and the light. I'm living my purpose, so I sleep good at night. No more depression or spiritual recession. And every day that I wake up, it's a blessing. So breathe in, breathe out. Everybody in the house know what I'm talking about. The big silence. The big Welcome to the Big Silence Podcast, and three of my favorite people here in Austin. Well, Melissa, I know you don't live here, but you're coming back very soon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, I may move. <laughs> yeah. So by my side here, if you're not watching on YouTube, I have a Sandy Brockman, who is my trainer. Yes. I always say a trainer needs a trainer. Sandy, as you all have learned, like I've struggled with working out, even though I've been in the fitness industry for 18 years. Oh, gosh. Don't ask how long I've been in the fitness industry. (laughs) 30? Maybe. (laughs) But I love Sandy, and she actually brought me to Collective because I was struggling to work out, especially with the pandemic, and myself being a fitness person. You know, I loved what connected me with you was the first time I worked out with you, I was going through anxiety, And you sat me down on those couches over there and you said, if you can just drive to the gym, we'll just sit here. (laughs) I'm like, okay, I can do that. Yeah. Well, what I knew to be true about you was you needed to just set a new pattern and that pattern couldn't be overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So if that pattern meant just to drive here and talk to me and then drive home, that was a new pattern. We had to set that pattern Mm -hmm. and I get that pattern. So I knew exactly how you felt. Yeah, but I always get you to do something when you get here. I know. <laughs> and then we have Melissa Alcantara. Um, if you don't know, Fit Girl Mel, Melissa already, amazing human. You've been in the fitness industry freshly six, ten years. Ten. Okay. Oh well, well, doing fitness for ten, but in the industry for six. And I'm just gonna brag on you a little because you're my newbie. friend. Like <laughs> Kim Kardashian reached out to you randomly, like her people, and were like, "Hey, Kim wants to train with you." Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I was like a waitress in Brooklyn. And I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> I, I guess I got time. <laughs> yeah. And then you moved to California, and maybe now to Austin. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. we got Jay Hills, Jeremy Hills, founder hey, of hey. Collective, and. Yeah. And more. Oh, thank you. I love your story, by the way. It's fun. 
Can we? Let's share your story. It, I mean, we don't have hey. that much time. But, know, I'm going to have you on a solo later, but yeah. I love your story. I saw you share everything at Soho House. Oh, that's right. But definitely share that. Okay. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do a solo one. Yeah. We'll do a solo one. No, it's um. Thank you. First of all, thank you for having me. Of course. Um. Thank you guys for allowing me to participate in the warm up a little bit earlier. I cut though, you off. Even you, though you yeah. had all the ladies around and. I was like, okay. Jeremy went so long on that warm up. It was Karina weird. hit me with like, I swear, like the Apollo Sandman, like, <laughs> all right, bro, that's enough. I was like, oh, okay. Get y'all a warm. Don't take the whole hour. Yeah. <laughs> we got Sandy and Melissa here. Uh, I was done after those thirty minutes. Uh, I was it like, was I'm not ready thirty to minutes. Eat. It was not thirty minutes. Close. Twenty-four. Twenty minutes. Twenty-nine. Twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about fitness and mental health. So Jeremy and I connected here the first time, actually, the same couch that Sandy and I sat on. We were sitting over there and talking about the gym and then connected and then we started talking about mental health. Yep. And I think that's where all of our connection is. And I've gotten to know Sandy and your story and Melissa and your story and you. And I think we all are in the business of fitness not even the business, but they, we work out because it makes us feel good. And it was never to look good. And I think that's such an important story and to tell that we work out for our mental health. So can we go yeah. starting with Sandy? Well, I always say I've done everything in fitness. You name it, I've done it. I've, done, I've been a power lifter, for God's sakes. I've been a bodybuilder, for God's sakes. I've been a CrossFit coach, for God's sakes. I've done functional training. There's not anything you're going to throw at me that I haven't already done. And every time I'm low in my life, fitness is redemption for me every time. And it's the ability to move forward again. So, And you all know what I mean by that. When, when life gets hard, you can always return to that workout and improving your your mental focus and your self-focus. So for me, it's always been the track that I've chosen to keep moving forward in mental health and my physical health. And so it's always a good um, barometer for where I am in my life. And my fitness tells me a lot. Mental health is all about fitness and fitness is all about mental health. They're really not, thank God people are trying, finally understanding how they're intertwined. Um, for a long time, we didn't understand how they were intertwined and a lot of people was, were doing a lot of silly stuff and punishing their bodies. To be honest, I've trained women for so many years and they, you know, they always say to me, oh, Sandy, I want to do this or I want to look like that. And I say to them, I know you've done the most work. You've actually done more work than anybody else. You're not lazy. You've just not learned how to do it right because they've taken the mental health option. They're trying to fix their mental health through fitness, but a lot of times they go too high with it, right? And so I see a lot of women trying to self-correct through fitness. When you and I met, it's like, it's okay. You can rest and go a little slower, mm-hmm. and um, that can also be redemption in mental, and for your mental health through fitness. We don't have to do high. I, I'm not anti-cardio, but I'm saying we can do it. Well, you say, no, actually, you say that running gets rid of your booty, so. Well, yeah, (laughs) running is bad for booty gains. Endurance running, what are we talking about? Facts. Facts. Uh, But anyway. I never never knew that. uh, uh, Yeah. When people want me to run, I go, it hurts my booty gains. I'm not doing it. Uh, but I'm not doing it. I'm not I'm not doing doing it. it. Uh, But yes, but I'll ramble on forever, and you know that. Um, But I will say that through fitness, I feel like And as a trainer, I can sort of, and I'm talking to the women base right now, especially, we have so much going on and it's so stressful in our lives. 
And what women do is they take fitness and they ramp up their cortisol, they ramp up everything. And they think high cardio, high cortisol, that's it. But what I want, and you know that, is what I want to bring women back into strength training and understanding their bodies and getting their mental health back into a paradigm of slow and controlled. If you can control your breath in a workout, you can control what's going on in here. So you can learn a lot from training. Yeah. I mean... I started with, I wanted the abs. I mean, I thought that's what I wanted. Yeah. I was like, you know, I'm tired of feeling shitty and looking at myself and being like, I hate what I see. And honestly, I, I thought that's what it was. But now I know that that's just the cherry on top. Everything you do, the abs, the defined arms, the big booty, that's just, you know, the, the amazing result of choosing you every single time and at the same time it's something that you can easily you know you can control right so many things in your life you can control and you feel like oh everything is happening to me but fitness is something that you can control you control how much effort you put into it you can control you know, what you eat, what time you go to the gym, you know, if you decide to work out at home or whatever it is that you do. And it is definitely something that I revolve kind of like everything around. And it helps me structure just my life in general. And I've learned that it's not just about that. And it was in the beginning. And now it's like, okay, I don't have to work out three hours a day and eat broccoli and white rice. You know, and tune it's like, in your car. All right, exactly. And, and eat, you know, scrambled eggs out of a Ziploc. It's like, you know, now I like. That sounds like trauma. Dude, I went through it all. Yeah, I'm an extreme yeah. person. If okay. I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to put 100% effort into it for as much time as I need to to get the result that I want. I'm yeah. like horse vision. And so. Right, you know, but now, so we talked earlier about working out three hours a day because I used to too, and I yeah. would do fitness competitions, and I, yeah. I ate asparagus out of a Ziploc. No. Exactly. Never you again. You get burnt out, and yeah. you're just like, I don't want to do this shit anymore. Yeah. You know, the abs and, and the thing, it's not, it's not worth all of it. I mean, maybe it is at the time. You know, everybody's in a different time, yeah. always. Right now, I'm in a balanced time. Yeah. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to work out, I'm trying to have wine. I'm trying to hang out with my friends and eat ribs. And you know what I'm saying? Drink beer. I love <laughs> and, Wine and ribs, I, I'm with you. Yeah. Yes. And yes. you know what? And my body also shows all these things. It's like, oh, she looks like she works out, but she looks like she's living life too. And that's where I'm at. And I'm accepting that because life is about accepting shit. <laughs> right? If you can accept shit, then I, I love, I love you shit. can feel good yeah. and responsible bar. about your life, yeah. right? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, as long as you're responsible for your life and what you do and the decisions that you make and you can accept things, then I think you're in a good place. I'd agree. All right, Jay Hills, what um, you got to follow up after us well, three I, women? Yeah. First of all, they yeah. killed it, right? <laughs> well, but no, for me, it's, it's a little bit different. You me, want the abs. No, 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 no. I, I come from a sports background, a team sports background. So I've been involved in team sports since I was like six years old. Working out was never really working out. It was training. 
Like there was a desired goal with a hard date attached to it for a purpose. And then that purpose was graded with a performance. So it's a part of who you are. It's a part of your identity. Like uh, we got Roshan Johnson in the building today. Yeah. See, so he'll be entering in this year's NFL draft, right? Roshan, you can probably relate to this. Let me know if I'm all the way out of bounds, but you don't even look at the seasons like winter, fall, summer, spring. It's season and off season. (laughs) That's your life. We don't even look at the world the same way. So when I think of like what fitness has been, it's been a, a foundational part of my actual life. In the last 10 years, as I've gotten into out of sports and then more so in like, I guess you would call it general fitness and health, wellness, I guess you would call it, it serves like in, in a twofold kind of thing where it's my way to challenge myself, like the hard thing, you know, like we always say, chase the hard thing. So it's a way for me to scratch that itch of like a set goal with a performance attached to it and a grade. And then also it, sets, it serves as a foundation. It's what resets me. Like some people, when they need to reset, they go to a spa. When some people need to reset, they go to a retreat. When some people need to reset, they take a week off from work. Whatever it may be, they go see family. For me, my daily reset is just moving, moving my body. You'll, you, Sandy, you can, you'll find me on the treadmill, on an incline with my headphones in and a podcast, an audio book or taking a call, whatever it may be. But that's, that's me resetting. So when I think of what it means to me, it's just, it's simple. It's, the, it's what I build everything else around. Not necessarily for like an aesthetic goal, because those change, yeah. right? Yeah. But more so for like a mental clarity type thing. Yeah. Even when I'm traveling, like I can relate to you getting in real late last night. I travel pretty often. No cameras, gym's closed, nobody's here. I come here, this is my first stop before I go home. Because it makes no sense. I live north, so I can't go. But when I, <laughs> I, I think I asked him, like, do you ever sleep? Because you're like text or like on yeah, Instagram, but like two a.m. So think about that, right? So I'll land. When did you get in last night? She got to Midnight? my house at like yeah. one. So I would have it, it, that been my schedule. It would have looked like plane lands, Uber. By the time you make it to the Uber pickup, let's call it twelve thirty. Uber here is probably fifteen minutes, no traffic, and by one o'clock I'm in here doing what I need to do to reset myself. Where others are probably saying, I need some sleep. I got to reset. And then I'll sleep. And then I'll have my day. So, Sandy, what's your reset? Well, it's definitely, like I said, it always goes back to fitness. But I've, like you, I've done all, I've, and the sports thing is, I totally get that. I I got the opportunity to train some ex-NFL players. These are like 40-year-old NFL players, right? They all got three kids. It was really interesting. They were said to me, hey, coach, I'm, they never had a female coach in their life, by the way. Uh, they said, I don't, you know, I was a skills player. I don't do all that stuff you're making them do. And I don't, you know, or I was this player. And I said, well, you're 40 now with three kids and you're, uh, on a, you're about to have a heart attack. So you're going to do exactly <laughs> what I tell you to do. But for the mental part of that was to take an athlete that had performed their whole life to have a sport. Because I did have a sport, and it was, and, and I know that feels different. So a lot of people that come out of sports young, it doesn't feel like a goal anymore. It feels like, wow, I'm just working out to work out. Right. I got no goal. And Ruben and I were talking about that the other day. Keeping goals is really important, even as you get older, whether it's a strength goal or a uh, endurance goal or all the all the elements of below, right? A power goal, a strength goal, 
an endurance goal, a metabolic conditioning goal, keeping all of that in your playlist as you get older, and then sort of having your own, oh, I used to be able to strict press 95 pounds. I better get back there. That's my strength goal. Mm -hmm. And just sort of revisiting um, different aspects of conditioning through the years has kept me um, interested uh, when I'm not playing a sport or I don't have a, or there's not an off season or a season. Um, it's kept me accountable because I'm account I always tell people when I train them, when I told y'all to do burpees, I'm so sorry. I stepped away. Oh God, I pulled out the burpees today. <laughs> I, don't I haven't do, pulled out the burpees in a minute. I go through my fitness yeah. like routines and changes yeah. and I'm not in the burpee phase right, right I now. Know you're not. I know. <laughs> but what I asked y'all to do was really hard and it was a mental question. And the question was, yeah, 20 seconds to do max burpees. Let's say you did five. Can you match or beat that next number on, my, on the next round when I got you going? And it's not because I care if you match or beat that number physically. I care about it mentally. Yeah. Are you strong enough to go fast when you don't want to? Yeah. And that's the kind of stuff that changes people's mental health and fitness. Can you do hard shit when it counts? Yeah. We practice in this gym because we play in real life. So this is all just for fun. But you got to do the hard shit in here so that you can do the hard shit in real life. And, and so, all right. No, no, no I'm thinking like, <laughs> I you, freaking you know, love piggyback you. on that a little bit. Like the mental piece is, is, is really the piece that matters, right? Are you willing to take yourself there? Like, are you, like, obviously we all start where we start at, right? And it's great. Like you said, coaches need coaches. But the challenge is when it's just you. Mm-hmm. When You're your like, hardest when, competition. When you, when you said you were going to do X, mm -hmm. and now you have to hold you accountable, mm -hmm. which a lot of times is a direct replication of what life actually is like. Yes. Because right? I always say people care to an extent. Yeah. Even your immediate family, to an extent. They got other things they got to do. So you have to hold you accountable. And when I think of like training, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no clocks in here. That wasn't on accident. <laughs> Stop clock watching. Do the damn do thing. Do the damn work. <laughs> Stop clock watching. If you really need to know what time it is, ask me. <laughs> but too many times, even when it hurts, what do we say? How much time we got left? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Do the work. Yeah. The mm -hmm. clock, uh, 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Maybe 32. I may have looked down a little late. Who cares? <laughs> Sandy or it's, it's a It's a mentality. Like. It's more so a mentality um, than it is anything else. Listen, I, I tell people all the time, I'm like... If I say I'm going to do 20 minutes on the Stairmaster at level six, seven, whatever it is, I don't get off at 19 yeah. minutes and 59 seconds yes. because yes. that is just a representation about, yes. like, if I say I'm going to do 20 minutes, I'm going to do 20 minutes. Yeah. That's it. Because if I start doing 19 minutes and 50 seconds yeah. and, you know, then I'm going to do that everywhere else in my yeah. life. Like, and that is like keeping promises, right? Trusting mm -hmm. yourself, yeah. right? Because... You, if you can't trust yourself, then you can't trust anybody else. And nobody else can trust you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And in the gym is the best. Like, I'm going to give... It's a testing ground. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And 90% effort or 100% effort in all the things that I do and be honest with myself. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm not, then I can't do anything else out of here yeah. by myself. I had some of our members run sprints on this turf the other day and what I told him was you have to start behind the line and your hand and foot has to be behind the line and then you have to have your hand and foot behind the line why do I really care that they're right behind the line no because it's integrity 
now. Yes. You got behind the line and you showed me the integrity that you were willing to do that every time, even when no one was looking or acted like I wasn't looking. Because the integrity you showed to me in my class shows me who you are in real life. You know what I'm saying? The small details that we do in the gym, like get your squat right, it transforms to who you are and how you're dealing with life. So that is super big on bridging with mental health is like you were saying, this is where we practice and then you play out there. So anything you show me that's not in, that uh, you're trying to cheat a rep or you lied to me about your reps, well, then I'm going to say I know what's going on outside of your life. Yep. Okay. That is totally. 100%. 100%. And I think something that's really important to point out, especially being here at Collective and getting to know the community that Collective is about, it's not just a gym, in meeting you, Sandy, as a trainer, and then Mel, getting to know you, and Jeremy, like, you need community for motivation, and we all get each other and when we're down we lift each other up and that's why as a trainer and myself as a trainer and needing someone to hold my hand and lift me up it's been so important to be here and push forward and then grow up again 100 so that i can give to my community and tone it up and the women in my life and my husband shout out bobby (laughs) and (laughs) no it's just so important that physical movement and i feel myself getting stronger again and i'm so grateful for that because i have people like you in my life and then i hope that i can come back around and lift you up Yes. When you need it. And with, you do. Actually. With that piece, though, we, we typically call that like positive pressure mm-hmm. is, is what we call it. Because when there is somebody next to you, it does add that extra element of yeah. you don't want to let this person down yeah. or you don't want to embarrass yourself in front yeah. of this, whatever the case may be. It's like a silent little competition. It's a silent little competition. <laughs> Always. Mostly yeah. happening with yourself, yes. but yeah. other people around help. You're like, yeah. oh, no, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> The, the best I'm part about it, the best part about it too, is that like you see it all the time. You see it all the time. Like no matter what, no matter how tired you are, it's always funny to me to see somebody like look up and see somebody else still going, mm-hmm. and they're like, if they can do it, yeah. I can do it, yeah. and then yes. they they start going again, right? Yeah. So that accountability that's there is 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 huge. Yeah, is huge, and I mean, it's it's one thing we've always said is like you got to do the work, you just don't got to do it alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, that competitiveness. I'm a competitive person. Mm-hmm. Really? I love right. a challenge. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Two push-ups right let's now, go. Jeremy. No. I would be literally dying. I'm like, no way is anybody going to beat me doing. This. I think we need a competition between the two of you. How many? I'm how nervous. many burpees? What are we? I'm oh, oh, Jeremy's oh not God, doing burpees. burpees. No, I'm nervous. No, he's not doing burpees. Now listen. No. Now no. I will walk with you on this treadmill. <laughs> we will see we who gets off. We will see who gets off first. I'm up for it. You know, I always say, okay, so I know CrossFit gets a good name, it gets a bad name, whatever. What CrossFit did is it made adults do really hard shit (laughs) that they hadn't done in a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah. They had to push themselves safely, unsafely. I don't know which box you were at. Well, if you come here, you can go to the PT section. Safely, yes. But it made people, like you said, it made them go harder than they wanted to go. Mm -hmm. And that's everything. Because, like, I tell my classes and my clients... Go hard now. Now you go hard. This is where you're going to let it go. So when you're out in the real world, you've proven to yourself you can go hard. There's not a lot of chances we have to go max effort outside in the real world. That's true. But max effort in here, 
now you know what you're built, what you're made of. But what now? is someone? Because let's take the reference of I don't go 19 minutes and 59 seconds. But what if someone at home is like, I don't even know how to go two minutes right now, but I want to get there, but I don't have that motivation. I don't have community. I'm not in real life. I don't have a beautiful gym to go to or friends like us. Like, what do you, what what do they do? That's easy. We we start with that all the time. It's effort. Yeah. Effort. Effort is literally between you and you. It's nothing else. It's not a time. It's not a clock. It's not... Did you give it everything? Yeah. If you can consistently, daily check the box, I gave it everything, the results are the results. Yeah. Yep. We'll improve on that. And somebody's two minutes is mm-hmm. somebody's 20 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, it facts. all depends. Like I tell people all the time, I'm like, you think that the person who needs to lose 50 pounds and the person who needs to lose five, they feel the same. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter the weight in between them. It's They both feel... They, they don't know what to do. It's a shitty process. They're not being consistent or whatever it is. They just feel bad, right, about themselves and the choices or decisions they're not making. But they feel exactly the same. And the amount of effort they're putting into it is exactly the same no matter the amount of weight they need to lose. You know what I mean? But, yeah, that's just the difference yeah. between one person and the other. Yeah. I would say to drill down on that, for somebody to give them a, all of that and to put it into a practical thing is to just tell them to walk for two minutes, see how far they get. Yeah. <laughs> Mark that off. The next day, walk again. Try to get a little further than you did the day before. Putting it, You know what I mean? For me, I find that people that are new to fitness or giving them just how many air squats can you do in a minute to sit to this chair and then tomorrow try to do beat it by one. Yeah. Those small things allow that now they have to put forth the effort because they have to try to beat themselves. Yep. And every day you try to beat yourself just a little bit. And like you said, you're, you're big. We're our biggest competition. I'm the war. I'm the biggest competition of Sandy Brockman of any Sandy Brockman in the world. Yeah. I want to kill her. Oh. I want to kill Sandy Brockman oh, and wow. I want to um, demolish and I'll be my biggest critic and I'll tell myself, you can't do this. You can't do all those. That's too much. And then I'll be like, no, you can do it. And no one else could yell at me like that except myself. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you got, you're yeah. chasing the hard thing. You're chasing like that. You're, you're chasing and I the could, hard And thing. I do. And someone will get next to me going fast and I'll go fast. But then yeah. no one's beating me out of me. Yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Like I just, I went, I'll share this little, I went to Pilates yesterday for the first time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the we worst were... thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't, I hadn't yeah. been, I hadn't been, I used to go Pilates. twice a week, every week, and I hadn't been since we opened this collective, actually. And um, got in there and I was like, all right, let's, Liza, let's take it cool. And she was like, we got to rip the Band-Aid off. I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, I see your energy today. And 90 minutes later, um, that's I'm, that's I'm, a yeah, long time with Pilates. <laughs> 90 minutes later, I'm like driving back here, actually, because I didn't have time to get home to take a shower. Yeah, I'm TMI. I didn't have time to get home to take a shower and I had a meeting here and I'm driving and I'm just thinking like how I just got like destroyed in this class. And you want to know where I'll be Saturday morning? Pilates. Pilates. I got to chase the hard thing. That shit was too hard. I I, I, it whooped my ass. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I, I always go back. tell my clients, what do you hate the most? Do that Bulgarian split squat. <laughs> then that's what we're doing that's twice we a gotta, week. No fucking breaks for about we, six weeks. That's, what we that's exactly what we're doing. 
Because it's the thing you don't want to do that you got to do. You can't yeah. run from that. And if like, you want to, yeah. bu- you bulletproof your mind. That's yeah. all you do. And then Sandy's so good. She's like mind body connection, which I know all this. We all know yeah. all of this, and yeah. we're yeah. as Sandy's, we're our own worst enemies, right? Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. And we yeah. are also our own yeah. worst cheerleaders. Yeah. And. Um, well, we can also pass. I can be the one that says, "Oh, Sandy, you know you're looking pretty good. You don't need to do those Bulgarians this week." <laughs> you look, somebody said, "Ever said you look really good in your tights the other day?" Yeah. You probably don't need All to that, do those. I so I can off. also be my worst person. So then I go back to that part person that says, "What do you not want to do, Sandy, today?" We're gonna do that, and we're gonna do that. There we go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There and we go. so that's huge for testing your going back to mental health is to test yourself constantly have people say, well, how do you keep doing this for so long? <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, I say it's because I'm constantly retesting myself constantly and doing the hard things that I don't want. I don't want to do Bulgarian split squats twice a week. No, I don't either, I don't, but you make me. But I do them. Yeah. Yeah. I do them. I'll be doing them tomorrow morning. I know. I am. Me too. <laughs> how many, I mean... There are chances every single day, and I've been able to see all the challenges, right, that happen in your life. You're like, oh, man, you know, this is so hard, or why is this happening? But it is an opportunity to do something, right? It's like it's throwing this opportunity at you to work, you know? Like, don't just sit there and let it happen to you. You have the choice to do something about it. And that is how I have a lot of things going on in my life all the time. And maybe mm-hmm. I bring it to myself. I'm like a drama queen. I'm like, just pulling in the drama. Give me that toxic shit. I'll take it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, that's something I'm working on on the side. But, you know, the point is, it does give me the opportunity every single time to see something and be like, damn, okay, that's going down. How am I going to approach this situation in the best way that I can? And it's crazy because shit happens to everybody all the time. You're not by yourself. Every time something's happening, you're like, it's me and my life and I can, you know? But things are happening to everybody all the time. So how are you going to take the opportunity to take control of that, take responsibility of your life, and say, I'm going to do something about it and not let it just happen to me. And a practice that I've done is I write it down. Like, yeah, it I makes mean, it I real. Mean, I mean, like, not like note section in the phone. I mean, old school pencil on a paper. <laughs> like, feel yourself writing it down. Yeah. Like, really write it down. And I then, have to write things like, down, too. Identify, like, this is what I want most. Like, this is what I want more than anything else. And then even when you run into anything else, the hard things, you just remind yourself what you said you want most. And I guarantee you, as you start to dedicate yourself to that, it'll always win that battle against what you want now, which is probably to, to stop the burpees. That's what you want now. <laughs> but, but what do you want most? And like, yeah. when you ident- I've identified, I know for sure, for me, yeah. it makes absolutely no sense to go on and chase a successful life only to get to that point and then have health issues. Yeah. So for me, I'm chasing longevity. Yeah. I got two young children and I plan to always be more athletic than them. 
that, that's that's my I love goal. That. The, I those, love that. those are my. That's what I want most is that. So whenever I'm doing anything like that. that's like kicking my ass, I'm like, All right, what do I want most? I want 20, 30, 40 years from now to still be able to do whatever I want to do. Yeah. No assistance. Yeah, you want to live as long as you can, as young as possible, right? You want to be young for as many years yes. as you can. Yes, yes. And I always say, people love to know my age, which I don't tell people, which I can, but it's not a big deal. But I would say, if you think I'm a good trainer and I'm 20, or if you think I'm a good trainer and I'm 40 or whatever, I'm just a good trainer. So I think that if you can keep your body and mind young, and keep striving mentally towards new fitness goals, if we're talking in the fitness area now, that's the thing, right? It's like having new goals all the time, striving, but it doesn't matter. Age means nothing. It means nothing, y'all. What matters is your spirit and your mind, mm-hmm. right? And who you are inside. And I mean, I'm 19 inside. You know that. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm yeah. Like, you know that. Yes. I'm um, like 27 but I, inside. But, but what I did is I said, you know what? I'm going to keep, but I want my body to match my brain forever. So I'm going to fight for longevity. I'm going to fight for every ounce of muscle and strength that I have. And I'm not letting it go away. Yeah. And I'm fighting desperately to hold on to all that muscle, right? Because you know you're going to need it. Put the strength in the bank account now because you're going to need it. That's very true. I, I mean, you know, studies are like you're in, in intensive care. People that did strength training did have much better outcomes. Oh, yeah. So it's, yeah, so like you were saying, it's just keep striving. Age is nothing. It means nothing. I can't even tell you all how much it means nothing. Um, if, you're, if you're here then, and you keep, but, but don't let this go. Keep up with this. And you'll be, you'll be young forever. I want to talk more about manifesting. And I actually, because of what you're saying, Jeremy, about writing things down, I don't want to say it out loud. Yeah. Like, in one sentence, each of us, what are we manifesting? And then I would love for someone from the crowd to come up and say, I am saying this out loud. This is what I'm creating for myself. And then as community, we keep each other accountable. I, I think before we even do that, like that's a beautiful practice, right? They, they say like the stages of belief, like first is like even having a thought and then usually you shoot that thought down. And then when you, you graduate and you're strong enough to actually like, no, this is what I think. And then you will write it down mm-hmm. and then you'll tell it to yourself. And then that final stage is when you start to say it out loud. So this is, I think this is a really yeah. good practice because it makes it real, especially from an accountability standpoint. Yeah. Once you say something out loud, people gonna start looking for it I'm going to find each Jay, of you at the gym. where that other facility at? You said you was doing another one. Where is that? Once you throw it out there, you've got to start doing it. So. It's like when I ask people, how many burpees did you get in the last 20 seconds? And they, yeah. I tell them, to t- give me your number. Yeah. And so they have to say it out loud. Yeah, it's Give tough. me your number. I got eight burpees in that last 20 seconds. Okay, match or beat that number. Yeah. You said that number out loud. Yeah. Now you hold yourself accountable in the next round. So let's see what you got. All right, I'm going to say it out loud. All right, so for those of you who don't know me, I grew up with a mother who was schizophrenic and passed away in 2021. Mel lost her mom in 2018, and we're, like, out here doing the good fight, being our best humans. What I'm saying out loud is I just I want to live in joy. Peace. Yeah, joy and peace and happiness. I'm getting stronger yes. with... Which helps the joy. 
Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's so simple. Like joy can have so many, so much of a definition of what that means. But in love and peace and in joy in everything that I do in life, hard or not, that's it, I bring joy. Yes. That's amazing. Do we have? Do we need to say it out loud too? Oh yeah, you're saying okay. it out loud. <laughs> I'm trying to think what I'm going to say. I mean, I know what really I'm going to say, it. but I kind of I'm trying to think of the words. I'm always in some weird self-discovery mode. I feel like my whole life. So. I'm on another's voyage now, and I'm always just trying to find the best, the best Sandy there is, mm-hmm. and as, and that means as a friend, as a coach, as a coworker, um, I want to be that. I want to be filled with joy, and I want to be my best. It doesn't look like your best or anyone else's best, but I feel like that's what I'm always striving for. I see that in you. Do you see that in me? Thank you. <laughs> I wasn't sure what I was gonna say, but to me. <laughs> I guess for me, I don't know, I set some goals for this year and I want to build an empire Mm -hmm. that will allow me to give back to the people, not just in like inspiration and all that, but if you're not gaining to give, then Mm -hmm. I feel like you don't really know what it's like right so all the things that i learn it's just because i want to show people that they can do it themselves a servant's heart yeah i would just want to like be able to like get all this stuff so then i can actually speak it genuinely not just say it just to say it but to feel it and to say it so that people can get that energy back i feel like she stole my whole answer No, um, that's that's amazing. Wait, that was the best silence. No, no, that was was perfect. Um, Mine is kind of twofold. One, I really, really, really want to continue to push the ideas of of what we think wellness is. So I want to like push the needle on that thing, and I want to challenge this field to offer more to the people that trust the subject matter experts in this field. I want to push education. I want to push accessibility. I want to push the standard. I want to continue to challenge this field to do more. And then two, for my entrepreneurial mindset people in the building and that are listening, I want to kind of rewrite a blueprint for what that looks like. I think that the road to success can be paved a different way than what we've been taught. And so I want to prove that. And to your point, uh, you got to go do it first. So uh, that's right. I yeah. continue to do those things so that I can show that regardless of upbringing, regardless of lack of examples, regardless of where you start, you can end up right where you want to be with the blueprint we'll create. And I think both y'all's points go to authenticity of being of being who you really are in the world. You know what I mean by that? So that when you generate out do people know if you're authentic or fake? And oh, so yeah. the things that you portray, they're going to read it. So that's so cool. I feel that I want to throw in authenticity there. Is there <laughs> anyone here who wants to say anything out loud and we'll keep you accountable? Don't be shy. It feels really good. Roshan, what you got to say? I want a bigger butt. Roshan, what you got to say? Roshan, Roshan get Johnson, over here. what oh, do you have yeah. to say? Yeah. He looked like you come to the chair. Once you put that look like, please don't call me. You know, he knew you was gonna call you. I knew I was trying not to look at him. You better manifest. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wait a second.
first off, thank y'all for sharing everything that y'all shared uh, thus far. But um, I would say for me, honestly, I'm big on my faith. So just being the man that God wants me to be on the field and off the field, because now I'm at a point in my life to where all the stuff that I've worked for is like coming into fruition. So at the end of the day, I feel like he got me there. So I'm owed to him. Uh, and whatever I do, uh, whether that be football, I mean, I, I have an entrepreneurial mind. So having people in my life like Jay Hills and just people around this gym that I've met to, you know, give me advice on my life and what, things that I should do and my desires, uh, just kind of doing that to my fullest capability and putting God first, I think is ultimately what I'm set out here to do. So thank you for sharing. Thank you. Anyone else want to be brave? <laughs> Come on, y'all. We're up here talking. Oh, you. <laughs> yes. What's your name? I'm Emily. Emily. Yeah, I'm, ooh, that's loud. Um, I'm a group fitness instructor. So like the way that I train people, it's like the way I expect kind of like myself to be trained to. So I always like to push my mindset. So that's something that I like to translate like what y'all were saying, like inside the gym, but also outside the gym. Um, and I also like want to manifest the control I have and the discipline I have in the gym and have that control everywhere else in my life. Especially with men. Because yeah. <laughs> there ain't no control there. No. <laughs> that was just a, you know, a side You saw how fast she said that, though. You saw how fast she said that. I was like, yes, have more control. We know how Melissa's mind works now. We saw that. Damn shame. But that's awesome. <laughs> Oh Anyone else manifest? Yes. Oh, yes. And then, yes, you first. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hello. <laughs> I'm Charisma. So I would say I want to manifest creation because whenever I create, I'm my happiest and I'm my best self. Aww. Yes. That is Thank so you. true. That is so true. <laughs> Another manifester coming up. Love the shirt. It's a nice shirt. Thank you. Um, I got to sleep with to get one of those shirts. <laughs> been doing some split squats. <laughs> I want to manifest those legs. <laughs> Walks up and we just start. There's body. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just really enjoyed listening oh, nice. to y'all. And uh, I came from a sports background as well. It took me a little time to find that ground after sports. And then you explore some of the alternative ways to feel good, meditation and breath work. And you hear some of these other things that are out there. And a lot of us picture, you know, like a cave somewhere far in India or, you know, a meditation <laughs> dome somewhere in order to achieve some of those deeper parts of us. But if the field is comfortable to you or this facility is comfortable to you, do those things here, right? So you can breathe deep sitting right there on the floor while you're in the stretch, yes. you know, before you get under the rack, whatever that might be. So for me, it's really just been trying to bring some of those practices into a comfortable space that I feel safe in, that my brothers and sisters are around me. And, you know, it doesn't have to be at the end of the earth in order to get some of those deeper, more heartfelt spaces. Yeah. 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 Definitely test out stuff in the gym and those spaces in your heart yeah. that you take to the real world. Yeah, not the make it complicated, stuff. you know. All right, anyone else want to share? 
safe space. I was born for this microphone. Did I you know. Tell? You know, we'll be here all day. <laughs> <I'll> like, <laughs> kick back. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Karina, for having everyone us. Everyone here, keep kicking ass and <laughs> taking it out in the real world. That's right. That's right. And all just right. being normal people. Normal um, people. Yes, authentic normal people. <laughs> Chase the hard thing. Yes. Yeah. Best word of choose the hard thing, choose Chase joy, choose thing. love. Yes. All Thank right. You. Can I get a woo? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us today and every Wednesday. If you or anyone you know needs help now, text HERO to 741-741 to connect with a crisis counselor. Our crisis text line is private and confidential. If you loved this episode or think a loved one could benefit from listening, please share. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the.big.silence. Head over to thebigsilence.com to sign up for our newsletter to stay in the loop for live events coming up and details on the release of my memoir, The Big Silence. And as always, we'd love a like, subscribe, and leave a review on anywhere the podcast can be found. I love you, and I will see you next Wednesday. One, two, three, sing it. Here's to radical self-love, the type of love that will defeat anxiety, the type of love that defeats depression. This is the one life. This is the moment. This is the time to dig in, to be who you already are. The big silence. Breathe in, breathe out.